What is going on, everybody? It is me. It's Griff. And I'm here to drop, or I should I say, provide some sort of value to you all during this interesting time that we're going through right now. So one of the things that I'm going to discuss with you all today is balance during the awakening. How do we find balance during the awakening? What is it that we must do on a daily basis that gives us some sense of reassurance that we're on the correct path by adhering to our daily habits? What are some of the things that we can do? Well, I think that it's essential for us to know that during the awakening, it's going to be sort of like a roller coaster ride for lack of better terms, because, you know, you're going up and up and up and up and up. And then the minute you shoot down, you just get shot into this wave of emotions, of bliss, of, of anger, of sadness. You, you just get thrown straight into this blend of all kinds of things. And then some days you're up and then some days you're down and then you're wondering when is it going to end. But it's not so much as about when you're going to get to the end as much as it is about what you're experiencing during the ride. So in my experience, balancing the energies within me during the awakening results in me spending a lot of time with my emotions, seeing the ego for what it is and detaching myself from that. I feel that a lot of people in the collective space right now at this point in time are experiencing what some would call a dark night of the soul for lack of better terms, but they are also in the headspace of feeling like they have to get to the end of the ride as fast as possible. They need to heal fast. They need to detox as fast as possible. They need to fast for 21 days. They need to only eat greens. They need to become fruitarian. They need to become breather. And all of these things that they feel they must do because of an external source or external stimuli that's being that they're consuming on a daily basis. And a lot of people aren't realizing the detriment that that is placing on them unnecessarily. There's nothing wrong with social media. Social media is a great platform that can be used to share your experience and be invited to experience somebody else's journey as well. You can form different communities within the online space. You can find loads of like-minded individuals who are on the same path as you. And you can feel, in a sense, really as one with everyone and everything around you because you know that you're not on this ride alone. One of the main detriments that tends to throw off out of balance is the need to do something or the feel or the thought of us feeling that we need to do something to get to some place that we think we want to be. That comes from an egotistical place. And it's not our fault. We're all human beings here. It is something that has been conditioned within us because of the external stimuli that we've been consuming since we were born. Now, right when you come out the womb, there's just all of these things being thrown at you and you don't know what the world is like. You're just trying to move through, trying to find your way, trying to find out what it is that you want to do so that way you can be of service to others. But 
the feeling that you must do something is also akin to the feeling of you lacking something. Now, with that being said, we, we have to realize that the deconditioning process is something that's going to be uncomfortable. You know, it's, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. This is something that, that that's going to take days. And the deconditioning, awakening, whatever you would like to call it, the awakening takes time, which is why we have to learn to give ourselves compassion during this time there's there's going to be days where that you're not going to feel like adhering to your practice there's going to be days where you're going to end up doing quote-unquote lesser things that you want to leave your life and that is okay there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because you don't want to rush to a perceived place that you think is going to bring you happiness we first have to learn that the happiness resides within us. Being grateful that we have this awareness, that we are aware of what is happening within us is enough within itself to say, okay, I've answered the call from spirit. I've walked through the door. I'm not exactly sure where this is going to take me, but I surrender to what is happening to me. Therefore, I'm not in the mindset of lack. I don't feel as though there's something that I must do. I don't feel as though there's something that I should do because simply by me answering the call, I've done all the necessary work. And within doing that, you'll realize that you slowly start swimming back to yourself. Now, the online space can be really tricky at times because you know we we see these other people that are in spaces that may look like they are above or further along in their journey than we are but what we need to realize is that these people are human beings as well these people are within their journey that they're awakening they are learning to balance the uh the, the ego and, and the not self and the deconditioning versus the conditioning within themselves. We're all on the same path. We're just doing it in different ways. With that being said, learning to accept where we are now and be grateful for what we have learned and be grateful for the level of awareness that we have is going to give us that sense of inner peace that we feel that we don't have right so what i mean by that is we as human beings have been conditioned to think that once we get something that is that we can that that is of value to us something that we worked for we're not allowed to really appreciate it at that point in time because of the other external stimuli that we have been consumed that I've mentioned earlier, because of that, we can't appreciate us healing that inner child wound last week. We, we can't appreciate learning how our shadow played out in that scenario within that relationship. We, 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 we can't appreciate learning and becoming aware of the toxic traits that we have unconditionally adopted over the years and we have in a sense transcended that we, we 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 don't take enough time to really sit and appreciate us and appreciate the learning and the growth that we're experiencing because the, the ego tells us that it's not enough what i want you all to know and understand that when it comes to balancing 
or being within balance or tranquil during your awakening is that we have to learn to slow down. We have to learn to slow down externally and internally. And we also have to do that with intention and attention. The intention of slowing down is to allow us time to relax, give us time to breathe, give us time to to deepen our breath. That way we can root ourselves within the present moment and not be so hasty with making decisions to get to a perceived place. And within rooting ourselves within the now, we can just learn and be grateful. You know, we can learn to appreciate those days where we are on the up and learn from those days when we are quote unquote down. You know, I was asked recently, what is it that I do to uh, maintain balance or find balance uh, during my awakening? What are some of the things that I enjoy doing doing that give me that sense of uh, serenity within? And I'm not saying that it's the easiest thing for me to do, but I have learned to feel my emotions within the moment, not run from them, not do anything to distract myself from them. Just really feel what's happening at that point in time because within that emotion, there is something to be learned there. It it has nothing to do with what has happened externally. It has everything to do with what is happening internally. So within learning to sit with my emotions, I have gotten to a place to where I'm able to see and become aware of thought processes that aren't mine. And by, in the sense of these thought processes are just my brain speaking and just my brain, you know, firing off at the mouth. And it, it's really important for me to, to really just pay attention to that because with pay, within paying attention to that, you realize that a lot of those thoughts that we have as human beings aren't ours to begin with. They're not authentic. They're inauthentic into they're inauthentic in the sense of they never belong to us. It was something that we adopted unconsciously. And so now we're thinking in the process of somebody else or something that we saw on TV, something that we watched in a movie, something that we may have read in a book, anything of that nature. And it not knowing that that thought process, something that could be hindering us. This doesn't mean that we can't take teachings and apply them to our lives. I think within doing that, we need to pay attention to what we're learning, what we're reading on a daily basis and what we're consuming on a daily basis because not everything, not all teachings are going to resonate with you. We need to be very intentional about what resonates with us because that is what we're going to use to walk through That is what we're going to use to aid us on our journey. So within sitting with my emotions, I've learned to kind of like sweep the attic of my mind of things that are no longer conducive to who I am and to who I'm swimming back to. I was going to say to who I'm becoming, but to say that you're becoming something would mean that you aren't already that. It's a rediscovery that we're experiencing right now. And it's uh, 
a more authentic and beautiful way to articulate it. So instead of saying we're becoming something, we're actually swimming back to and rediscovering who we are at our core essence. So with that being said, through balancing, learning to go into the attic of our mind and really just rearrange some things, you know, get the feng shui of your energy correct with inside your mind. That way, when you come across things that are of interest to you or things that you may want to apply to your life, it doesn't mean that you can't take those teachings in. You just know that you have a very solid foundation of what works for you and what aligns for you. And if you come across something that resonates with you, then you can take what pages you need from that. You don't necessarily need to take the whole book. I feel like a lot of us are in the headspace of feeling like we need to consume so much that now we're being overstimulated with information that we were told is going to help us on this journey when in essence, we really haven't taken the time to sit with what we just read five minutes ago, what we read three days ago, you know, something that actually resonates with our spirit, which is in alignment with the rediscovery that we're experiencing. Thus leading us back to slowing down. It's okay to take in information see if it applies to you, see if it's something that can be conducive within your life. And if it's something that absolutely works for you, continue to do that on a daily basis. And be mindful of when you fall into the trap of thinking that because you missed your practice one day or because you didn't eat fruit that day that you are now behind or that you have no idea where you're going because that's not that's not the case just be mindful of that because all that's happening within that moment is that the ego is just speaking noise to you and telling you that you're behind now oh you've missed your meditation you didn't stretch today this person is going to be more flexible than you they're going to be far they're going to be further along on their journey but they need like that that's all the ego just wants attention and once you detach yourself from what it wants, you start to root yourself into something that is bigger and higher than you. Also, we need to realize that from darkness, everything is born. We, we are not able to have light without the darkness, okay? We're not able to experience quote-unquote enlightenment if we don't walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And I think a lot of people are so fixated on being the enlightened one that they neglect the darkness that still resides within them, which is the parts of them that need to be looked at more. So learning to balance walking within the darkness and experiencing the light is critical to our awakening because the darkness is, it's all the rawest aspects of us as human beings. It, 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 is, it is who we truly are by nature. And there's no reason to be ashamed of these things. What, what, what tends to happen is that we experience something that we believe is or can be we, we experience something that we judge ourselves for right and because of this we we put it into a pandora's box and we never really look at it and it's only until something catastrophic happens like a pandemic quote unquote 
with that now we're forced to look at it if we choose to. Choosing to look at it, it unveils the truth that we that that we were not able to see, which is a, a basic fundamental truth, and it's that we're human beings. Human beings by nature are flawed creatures. Everybody has something within them that needs attention, the right amount of attention. Without that right of, amount of attention and without the correct intention, it can't really be healed in a proper way that it needs to be healed for you. And obviously that's going to be different for somebody else. So learning how to really look at those aspects of us really gives us a true appreciation of delight and walking within that light and and being that sunflower because we know what our darkness is like we've made friends with it we have sat with it we have had discussions with other people about it we've written about it within our book we are not in the headspace of dismissing the darkness because we know that it is a critical and crucial aspect to our awakening. And again, the awakening is just a rediscovery. You're just coming back to you. You're doing it in a very, most would say in an unconventional way, or some people may say that we're crazy because of the things that we're speaking on, but slowly swimming back to yourself is a beautiful thing. And just know that along your journey with swimming back to yourself, you're gonna hit some waves. Right, it may storm a little bit, but that doesn't mean that you aren't making progress. Like I said before, just by accepting the call, just by walking through the door, you have done the necessary work that needs to be done on the physical. Now, all that we have to do as human beings, which I would invite myself and you all to do, is to just give ourselves permission to get out of the way, get out of the way in the sense of surrendering, knowing that we don't know how it ends and we're not supposed to know how it ends, but just by being grateful and appreciative that we are experiencing life at this moment and that we're able to love and be loved and share our experience with other people who are on the same journey, it's a beautiful thing.